2023 is in the rear view mirror. What do you need to do in 2024 to make sure that your STR business is maximizing its profits? We're gonna talk about that with Dr. Rachel Gainsborough here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to 10,000, 20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Hey guys, we are now a few weeks into the new year and I'm just wondering what are you doing to be able to adapt in this new environment of short-term rentals. And one of the things that we talk about with this episode with Dr. Rachel Gainsborough was that, you know, really 2021, 2022, those were numbers that were post-COVID that were really inflated because a lot of people were doing staycations. They were all kind of just bundled up inside for a year. And then they were just so eager to get out that they spent all their money on vacations. And so for that reason, 2021 and 2022, were just amazing for short-term rentals. There was so much demand. Then supply started to, in some areas, outweigh demand, and it became really important to adapt and to make sure that you were doing things differently than the competition. Well, there's still things that you're needing to adapt to, and that's exactly what I talked with Dr. Rachel Gainsborough about. She's got a really awesome event that I'm a part of, that a few friends are a part of that are coming up about exactly this, reviving your short-term rental business. And so I'm going to encourage you to go check that out while we're on this conversation or even after the conversation. But Dr. Rachel is a good friend of the show. She's been on multiple times. We've gone to Cabo. We've gone to Colorado with each other. Uh, we've been able to have a lot of really cool experiences and learn from each other in this short-term rental industry. So buckle up. Let's listen to what Dr. Rachel has to say about advancing and reviving your business here in 2024. Hey guys, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. Uh, it's me, Kyle Stanley, and I'm here with Rachel Gainsrew, Dr. Rachel to be oh. exact. <laughs> and if you don't know who Dr. Rachel is, I'm sorry, you've just been living under a rock because she is one of the top dogs in short-term rentals, midterm rentals, uh, midterm stays, insurance, and all that good stuff. And we have done trips together. We have gone to Cabo. We've gone to Colorado. We have tons of oh content together. This this is like number podcast number three or four. Right? Yeah. And and the reason that we wanted to bring Dr. Rachel back on is because, not just because of her expertise, but because of the people that she's surrounding herself with uh, and is going to be delivering high, high-level content for you in 2024, especially in an event coming up here soon that we're going to talk about, to be able to maximize your profits in 2024, which is super exciting for me. So Dr. Rachel, thanks for jumping on once again. Oh, thank you so much, Kyle, for having me. We've experienced quite a bit over the last few years, and it's just been such a pleasure getting to know you, your family, and getting into this STR space and leveraging all of that information to support our community. So I'm really excited to see what's coming down the pike for 2024, because I know that you know many people in our community are questioning, right? Questioning which is the best next steps for them. And so if we can provide some direction, some insight from some experts in the industry, I think that'll, you know, help everyone out. 
Well, yeah. And, you know, speaking of experts, that that is exactly you. I mean, you've been on a TV show, so you, you're an expert. <laughs> She's, if, you, if you didn't know, Dr. Rachel was on uh, a Netflix show, which was really cool to see. Uh, but, you know, with your background and, and literally leaving the medical field, yeah. uh, a very well-paid job. And what I love about your model is, you know, low number of properties, highest mm -hmm. profitability on each one of those. And so it's very... I would say in line with what you teach that we would be talking today about maximizing profitability because that's what you do on each of your properties. So, you know, let's just talk about 2023 before we jump into 2024. What was, what was business like for you in 2023? What kind of things, what bumps and bruises did you go through and how did you pivot? Oh, that's such a great question. So I would say we started to see the real numbers in 2023, right? Because prior mm. to that, we're still uh, living our best lives with <laughs> post-COVID now, <laughs> right? The post-COVID numbers, and so we had to get really strategic and laser focused on what those numbers were looking like. There were seasons where the cash flow was lower than our expectations, mm. and so in order to forecast, you got to kind of plan ahead and understand that okay, because. January looks like, oh my gosh, we're barely breaking even, then what is that going to look like uh, during the next few months in our destination market? And so the next few months, say in the peak seasons, we really, we outperformed our competition. And, you know, how do you normalize that across all 12 months, which is something that we didn't really have to heavily go into previously. But now it's like, okay, no need to panic. We're breaking even, but then you'll see a 3x, 4x, 10x in the peak season. And so normalizing that and maintaining that cash flow, and that's something that we're going to talk about. Because if you don't have cash, that's stressful, right? If you don't feel like there's cash flow coming in to manage your business, to pay your team, that could get a little bit dicey. And that's what we saw in, in um, the destination market. Some of those uh, lower seasons were really impactful and then the peak seasons pulled us through but for our suburban markets the midterm rentals especially as we're hosting the uh those who are displaced from their home due to the disaster that that was really steady all year we had about uh eight or nine days of vacancy wow you know, yeah which was amazing over how many properties six properties wow okay yeah. and, and are all of these in georgia yes Okay. For the midterm rentals, yes, mm -hmm. they are. So, so, you know, that's been the hot topic, right? And we just had, uh, we did a live webinar with Ruben. I know you've yes. been doing a lot of stuff with him. <laughs> He's uh, in my backyard too. Yeah, I love He's Ruben. Awesome. He's yes. awesome. And, you know, it seems like there's more and more people talking about midterm rentals. So, yes. you know, the devil's advocate question that I have is three, four years ago, Everyone was starting to coach short-term rentals, teach short-term mm -hmm. rentals. You and I were kind of getting into that that realm as well. And then, you know, a lot of people blame, quote unquote, the the coaches for saturating short-term rentals in the short-term rental market, right? Which, you know, we're not gonna say whether or not that's the the case. But um, my my the where I'm leaning with that, my question becomes like, is the the number of people that that are talking about midterm rentals now, it, it feels like from an outsider's perspective, the potential demand isn't as high on midterm rentals from an insurance side, especially because that's really the the sweet spot. Is it possible to flood the market with midterm rentals? And then suddenly now we're looking for another type of strategy. And before you know it, we're all just back to long-term rentals. You know, is that 
That's the devil's advocate question I got for you. Oh, that's a good question. Um, the way I am evaluating it is based on the actual demand. So what I know, according to Scientific American, is that more than 3 million Americans were displaced in 2022. Okay. 3 million Americans were displaced wow. in 2022. Wow. And so what else do I know? I know that long-term rental hosts, are they called hosts? They're called landlords, right? Long-term rental yeah. landlords. Oh, there's a, an education gap when it comes to hosting this avatar. So if mm. the... ALE solutions, if these agencies reach reach out to them and say, hey, can we do a month to month with the option to extend? The default answer is absolutely not. Mm. Right. And and they're just, they don't want any part of it. They want their 12 months and they're good to go. Yeah. And so you have those two things contending with, you know, the the marketplace. And oftentimes I get an inquiry that I can't necessarily fulfill. And yeah. so that's why I'm passionate about growing this community because it is a different, it's a different vibe. So midterm rentals is definitely a team sport. How many times, Kyle, did you encounter a situation where you get this lead and you can't fulfill it and you have to reach out to maybe a colleague in your market and say, hey, do you have availability? And because these guests are staying there, you, you get two bookings and you're good for the year. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and sometimes it doesn't even take two. Sometimes it only takes one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so important. it really is. And so I love that part about it. It's not the feeding frenzy of the SDR. Everyone like race to the bottom. Let me lower my price to get that booking because these are just two nights. One booking can block your calendar for the year in the best way possible. Yeah. And so that's what I love about it. Awesome. So uh, before we get into other strategies, right, because we just mm -hmm. talked about midterm rentals, I don't want to get too far without talking about your summit coming up. So mm -hmm. if you want to talk about that for a second, we're going to be, and guys, the reason I'm talking about it now is because we are going to be mentioning a few strategies where experts are going to be coming in and talking about these strategies at Dr. Rachel's uh, summit. So you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Kyle, for being one of our experts that will be speaking and sharing about how to just really look at uh, the marketplace and meet a need. And I know that is your passion. You're always looking for ways to serve others in your market. And so if we put on our lens of service, how do we serve? That's where the opportunities start to flow. And so I appreciate um, what you do in the co-hosting space and the coaching space where you're, you're open, you're an open book, you're teaching others how to, you know, create this revenue stream outside of their normal W-2s. And that opens you up for more opportunity. So cannot wait to discuss the co-hosting strategy that you're going to be sharing. Uh, if we see an opportunity for a, a deal to make that happen, especially since we are, a lot of us are short-term rental hosts, we can identify quickly, well, this property does not look like it is well-managed or well-maintained. Is that an opportunity for us to, to yeah. connect with how to get, to join the community, to get to understanding of, how do we approach that individual? How do we then begin to serve them in a way that's a win-win situation? Yeah, absolutely. Great. So what what other ways are not only going to be taught here, but in your, your event, right? And then by the way, guys, I just put that in the link uh, or in the comments right now. Uh, if you're here live with us, you can take a look at that. If you're watching the replay, 
uh, on YouTube or listening on the podcast that's in the show notes and description below. And we want to talk about this for a second, though. What are some other strategies to yeah. maximize revenue here in 2024? Other strategies, of course, uh, we spoke a little bit earlier about cash, cash flow, right? If you don't have enough cash flow, you will be stressed out in your business. And so making sure that we mitigate risk by building up a cash reserve and having a system in place to make sure that month after month, we're able to cover our expenses, uh, forecast appropriately, and we're bringing on Relay5, their sponsor. Uh, I love the profit first method that Mike Michalowicz uh, developed. And I, I, I got to tell you, that has saved my bacon in the beginning of business, just trying to figure out who to pay first. I, I always ate last, but with profit first, it just really changed uh, the way that we manage our finances inside of our business. So if you don't you talk have about that just for, for a second, what, what yeah. you said you used to eat last now after profit first, you, you've changed things. What exactly mm -hmm. have you changed for those that haven't read that book? Sure. So as a small business owner, I, I think our business is like our third child, right? So you want to feed it and feed it and feed it and watch it grow. But where is the reward if you're not getting paid from your business, right? And so I think this is something that a lot of new entrepreneurs, they, they face. And with Profit First, uh, you're able to allocate an income for yourself, even if it's a small one to start, because it's based on percent allocations. You're able to pay yourself a profit share once the profits start rolling in, which is amazing. Uh, you're able to set aside funds for a team, to build team. You're able to set aside funds for operations and all the things that your business need. And you do that on a bi-monthly basis. So we have an automation that we use inside of RelayFi where you allocate the funds and we have an income bucket. All the income comes in. And then on the 10th and the 25th of the month, it gets divvied out. It splits into the different percentages uh, and they all go into their own little wallets and then it grows that way. And so I think that that system has helped me out a lot because otherwise, I'm just, I don't know, maybe I have like a high pain tolerance. I would just probably never pay myself, you know, because I just yeah, yeah. throwing it at the business. So that forced me to pay myself and it changes your mind. So it's like, oh, I'm actually making money in this business. Like it's a, <laughs> in the back of your mind, you feel like, okay, you get this reward and you've earned it. I mean, you went out there and you built a business. So yeah, I think it, it keeps you in line a little bit so that you don't overdo it with, you know, investing in the business without, uh, letting yourself reap a bite of the the apple. Cool. So Relay is going to be talking about both uh, yes. what they do and also the how to use this in kind of the profit first model yes. at your event. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I think that's really important. Yes. So they're going to talk about the percent allocations and profit first, which I think it's cool. Awesome. And so what if what if we got someone here right now that let's just say uh, they've got somewhere between one to five properties. They just got started. And we're talking about revival, right? We're talking about bringing yeah. things back to life. Um, and they're saying, you know, hey, I just got started and just the, the numbers just aren't nearly as sexy as I thought they were going to be. And I'm still just trying to wrap my mind around learning even the basics to maximize my listing, to uh, increase visibility, to price things correctly. What's something that that kind of person could be doing right now to say, 
you know, let's increase profits 20% on each one of our listings for 2024, not going down the midterm rental, not going down, you know, any of the crazy, well, not, they're not crazy. They're very, they're, they work, but without having to change their business model, right? Just focusing in on their actual portfolio. What are a few things right now you could say to that person that struggled in 2023? That's a really good question. I think it's going to take a, a really good dose of honesty, like doing an honest assessment of your property. If you've hosted in your property, your past guests are such a great resource. Uh, and I'm sure they've told you everything that's wrong with the property. <laughs> and some of which you can implement minor changes now, some of which you take with a grain of salt. But I will collect all of that information in order to see how I can make improvements upon that property if it's warranted, right? And so, and and also if it's within your budget, I would look at that. I would look at two more levers. And what I love about this business is we can pull a lot of levers. It doesn't always have to be, you know, get more properties, get more properties. I'm such an advocate for optimizing. Let's optimize the properties that we already have. And let's see what strategies we can uh, develop, <laughs> you know, to make sure that we are taking full advantage. So operations, how are your reviews? You know, of course, Kyle, he's a master and he has like a master class on how to get those top reviews. How are reviews? What are those pain points? Is it cleaning, which we know is really going to be detrimental to your bottom line. OK, so just be really honest about that you may need to fire your cleaner. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking to anyone in particular, but yeah. you know who you are, who needs to fire your cleaner. Okay. <laughs> no offense. But, you know, if you worked on developing them and it's not working, then you may need to look for a cleaning team that is more in alignment with getting you those reviews. And outside of that, just with that same listing, looking at your pricing, how's mm -hmm. your pricing? Are you leveraging dynamic pricing or is it a set it and forget it? Are you looking at it from week to week? Are you looking at how your competitors are priced? Those are really some of the things that I think are very important. And it's, these are tools that we can use right here, right now, today, even. Take a look at your reviews. Take a look at what others are saying about um, properties that are in your market that they love. Look at what they hate and, and see how you can be uh, the value in your marketplace. I want everyone in your community to own their marketplace. And that's yeah. how you do it, leveraging that research. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm gonna try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash Price Labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership. That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. You know, I would say just to add to that, right? And maybe I'm speaking now to more of the five and, and more operators. Even I know Michael Crockett was commenting on this uh, earlier. So maybe he's still listening. Maybe I'm talking to that kind of person. Checking checking our egos at the door too. Um, 
one of the things that it hurts, we're doing, it hurts Kyle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you run into the door, like I probably would. Um, so, I mean, you know, what, one of the things that we're doing here in 2024 was really difficult to be completely honest for me. Uh, we're testing out a, uh, a pricing, uh, dynamic pricing, basically, uh, operator, someone who's an nice. expert in pricing and, that for me was like, well, but I, but I, I'm the expert and, and I, and you know, what's funny, Rachel, is that he, he just sent us back some of our prices and here I was coming in. I was like, Hey, you know, like June, the, the first week of June is just so low price. Let's bump that up. And he said, well, actually this time last year, that same week of June was only 14% occupied in your market. And I was like, man, even, even for me, like, I just don't have enough time to dive into all of that. And this guy's going to charge, I mean, it's, it's stupid low how much he's charging. I, he could charge so much more, but, but it was, it, it made sense from an ROI standpoint. It didn't make sense from a mindset standpoint because I was just like, but I'm so good at pricing already. I think we have to do some of those things today. I think we have to be okay with saying, we don't have to be the expert or the jack of all trades in all parts of our business. Maybe it's time to bring in pricing experts. Maybe it's time to bring in VAs who are going to edit our listing better than us and maybe promote our properties and groups better than us and, and do the things that we don't necessarily have the time to do yeah. because we're either juggling another job or juggling family. We're juggling all these different things. I don't know. What, what do you think? Is that, is that, have you, you know, just that concept, have you had to do anything like that of just like, oh, this doesn't feel like I should be doing this, but I'm just going to do it. And, and did a you see hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, we have. So, um, I've had a revenue manager consultant for years. So I absolutely love that. And again, I'm a spreadsheet girl. I'm a numbers girl and I'm on top of it. But there are things that they catch that I don't catch. And yeah. so that's enough for me to recognize that in order to, you know, really get that expertise and secure the bag in my revenue, I need someone who's that's their main focus. That's all he does. Yeah. I do so many things. So I love that. On kind of the personal business side uh, for the businesses, I have hired a CFO. So that's a little bit different, right? Um, I know that's not what we're speaking about at the moment, but oh my goodness. Still letting go of control. Still letting go of control and recognizing, yes. yeah, I don't think I did a really good job with CFOing, <laughs> like, you know? So yeah. I, I, and it's been night and day. It's been amazing mm. getting my dashboard provided to me and they're fractional, which has been great. And so loving that because- it's, it's interesting, Kyle, like you're managing a business, but you have to also manage the pricing, the cash flow, the operations, just having those people buffer in between. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is, it, it's a good feeling for sure. Absolutely. Well, you got a couple other people that are going to be at this uh, STR CPR revival yeah. event. Um, and one of them is our good friend, Lame. Lame. Yeah, I mean. Have you have you dove into the creative financing space at all yourself? I have. You know what? My coach, um, my my first real estate coach, Stacy, she actually uh, manages and focuses on storage facilities. Believe it or not, which is hilarious. But she is such a deal maker that she helped me secure some of my first luxury properties using creative finance. Oh, great. And, yeah. So I would tell her, well, I want to do a storage facility. Are you trying to hold out? And she goes, no, you're the luxury girl. Stay in your lane. 
And so I'm so grateful for coaches that like make me stay in my lane and not try to do 200 things. But yeah, so she she was my first coach. Uh, We did an owner finance and a subject to back in the day. Yeah. And so it's market specific, right? There are some times in our economy in the market where I feel those strategies are the most beneficial and sometimes potentially not so much. But I feel like this is the time to everyone needs to be familiar with creative finance. Either way, you have to know how to, you know, take down a variety of deals because you have expertise. If you're in this community, you have expertise that the vast majority of investors do not have. And I don't know if you get this question a lot, Kyle, like someone asked me the other day, well, why wouldn't they manage their own property as an STR? Why would they entrust that to me? Or why wouldn't they, mm-hmm. you know, take this deal down and, and turn it into an STR? But I don't think that the common STR host understands that most people don't want <laughs> to do the the work that it takes. Yeah. You're running a business, you have operations, you have dynamic pricing, you have... Yeah customer service. And if you don't have that in place, I don't blame them for not wanting to do all the things. We just bought a property in Kentucky and you can bet your butt I am not managing that thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know any of the streets. I don't know any of the stuff going on in there. I don't know what what events are happening over the weekends. I'm yeah. I'm hiring a manager who lives in that area that knows mm-hmm. what to promote and has a good track record for sure. You know, uh, and for those of you that uh, don't know who we're talking about with creative financing, Lame Kenny Kenny, he's going to be at this event. He has bought close to 100 doors in the last two years with creative <laughs> financing using none of his own money. Uh, and the guy has become a, I mean, it really feels like a success overnight, but he uh, he's definitely going to be worth checking out there. Who else do you have at this event and what will they be teaching? Okay, so I have Tim Spiker. He's actually my revenue manager consultant. Oh, there you go. Tim. Yeah, Tim is awesome. He has a dynamic pricing tool that he developed and uh, he sold uh, to another organization. And he is going to be talking about the principles of dynamic pricing and how to reveal and secure deals that are out there in the market. So one of the biggest things that I think I'm concerned about is a lot of people, Kyle, they didn't run the numbers before getting into STRs. Have you ran into that too? Oh, it's all the time. <laughs> it's probably the reason why everyone is said of Airbnb bus. Yes. No, no one did their numbers. No one ran the numbers. So imagine having a dynamic pricing individual outside of, you know, you're going to run your numbers, but actually having a dynamic pricing individual to come in and show you, hey, these you know, these markets can produce this type of revenue based on that expertise. So I I like to reverse engineer things like that too. So revenue management is not just one-sided. It's two sides of the coin, I think. Awesome. Okay, guys, again, this is going down February 2nd, 4 to 8 Eastern time. That's PM, not AM. Uh, And it's (laughs) going to be the STR CPR Revival Summit uh, hosted by Dr. Rachel here. So uh, if you are wanting to check it out, uh, it's nine, 97 bucks. Is that all it is? I think it is. Yeah. Just okay. 97 bucks. Bring a friend. It's going to yeah. be fun. And exactly. there's going to be replays. If you can't make it live, there's going to be replays, but join us live so you can get your questions answered. Cool. <laughs> be there. The link is in, uh, if you are here on the six figure formula live, it's in the comments. If you're yeah. watching on replay or listening on replay, it is in the description or the show notes. So Go check it out. Dr. Rachel, any other wisdom, anything else you're working on in your business in 2024 that you want to leave us with? 
Yeah. So I'm I'm continuing to run the numbers. Um, we're going to look at our operations. You know, sometimes with investing, the the property, then the whole operation side can be a leaky bucket. So we're looking to shore that up. Again, not necessarily acquiring 20, 40, 50 properties. Yeah. How do we shore up the leaky bucket and optimize? So we're going to be talking about uh, that there as well and really optimizing our listing. How do we optimize that listing and breathe life back into our <laughs> SCR business? And so that's cool. what the SCR CPR Re Revival Summit is all about. I can't wait to join you there. Thanks so much, Dr. Rachel, for helping us to conquer the world of short-term rentals here in 2024. You're awesome. Thank you. So go check that out. Only 97 bucks. Again, it's in the YouTube description down below or in the podcast show notes. That's going to be a very, very powerful event. And especially with people like Lawmay, they're going to be on there talking about how he's buying tons of houses through creative financing. Places like Relay talking about how to be able to manage the money properly. This is just all really great information for you to be able to be a better business owner in short-term rentals in 2024. I hope you'll check that out. I hope you'll also continue to subscribe, comment, leave reviews, and be a part of all of our content here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. That's going to do it for us here on the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we are helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals. See you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called The Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals.